0: Back to another episode of the best of all possible podcasts. I am your host, Robert Weathers, and as you know, we here at Panglossian Productions in Williamsburg, Virginia have a love for the weird. We love the unproduced and underproduced, and boy do we love, 10-minute plays. And you're going to get a brand new 10-minute play every two weeks here in 2019 with us, as long as you hit that subscribe button on Apple Podcasts or on Podbean. And good news, it won't just be me who's sitting here talking to you and reading plays. We have a pool of talented actors to join us, not the least of which is Mr. Ed Whitaker. Hello how are you, Ed? I'm well. How I'm are glad you? to have you back on the show. I'm well. Thank you sound you. excellent. Oh, thank you. Very good. Are you enjoying my talking and You're, pleasing baritone? You,
1: you, exactly. Well, y- yes, your pleasing baritone, your energy—it's it's, all—it's all working for me. Oh, 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 oh right. <laughs> it's like we're at <laughs> jury duty all over again. <laughs> Nobody will understand that. That's a joke for
0: us. Not for you at home. (laughs) So, uh, Ed, um, today we're going to read a play called Bob Gets Cast Out of Hell by Robert O'Connell. And so I'm going to ask you a question that's tangentially related to the play. Of course you were. Ed, are you a fan of diners, like New Jersey-style diners? I love diners.
1: Yeah, do you have a a favorite thing that you get when you go in there? It's Well, bacon, but if they have Scrapple, Uh that would be my favorite thing.
0: You know, I never had Scrapple until uh, I started to, I guess it was either live or was very closely in a close relationship with my now <laughs> wife, who just gave me the side eye over there. <laughs> uh, and I like it a lot. Yes. That's my whole point it's in delicious. saying that.
1: I like it. Yes. And and of course, breakfasts. Breakfasts are just the best mm-hmm. thing in diners for me. So yeah, yeah,
0: definitely. All right. Thanks, Ed, for joining us here this week. And also joining us is Liz Thomas. Hi, Liz.
1: Hello. Hi.
2: So you're
0: from you're from the South, Liz. Are you a diner
2: person? There's actually a really great diner uh, back home where I'm from called Gypsy Shiny Diner, and it's it's wonder it's wonderful food, but it's also just fun to to go for the atmosphere. I mean, it's very much like out of American graffiti. Wow! It is very shiny on the outside. It's like a bunch (laughs) of mirrors, so it lives up to its name. I like things that stay on message. You know, it's great.
0: So is uh, so is the Shiny <laughs> Diner in Cary, North Carolina? Well, I think uh-huh. it's on the
2: outskirts of Cary, North Carolina. Oh well, yeah. Robert O'Connell,
0: if you're listening to this, Liz knows wh- where you live. So. <laughs> <laughs>
2: because that's not creepy at all. No. Gonna,
0: <laughs> all no. right, thanks, Liz. You're welcome. No, oh, oh, weird. And uh, Joe Ziarco was here with us too. Hi, Joe. Yay. Thank you, thank you for the applause. I know that Joe likes <laughs> diners. As a matter of fact, I know Joe so well that I know his staple. At diners.
3: I, he, you looked over here when you asked Ed that question, and I was just like, all right, I know where this is going. I gave him this look. Yeah. I know what you're going to answer.
0: What was the look again?
3: <laughs> I love the, the, optical, uh, the optical visual that's that, that's that, right. that we're doing here for a podcast. <laughs> that's right. On audio only.
0: Maybe we should live cast. I didn't you want as well. oh, what? What so, it? Joe, yeah. tell the world, what is your diner staple?
3: Okay, it's not actually a diner if it doesn't have a patty mount. This is yes. this I is fact. Agree with that. Um, it, it is a scientifically proven fact that yes. if there is not a patty melt, mm-hmm. now please understand that just because a place has a patty melt doesn't make it a diner. Mm. It is not a one for one. Uh, but for a diner to have official diner status by me and the United States government, they must have a <laughs> is patty like, melt.
2: This is like a bourbon and whiskey thing. Like you were talking about, you know, not all like.
3: As in, I, I have a yeah. lot of all of those things <laughs> patty melts, bourbon, and no, whiskey. But it's like,
0: what
2: is it? Bourbon is see, always see, a whiskey, but whiskey's not always bourbon. See, just Liz, like, I
0: was going to be like, oh a right gosh. triangle is always isosceles. No. Isosceles <laughs> is not necessarily a right triangle. Liz is like, I want to get drunk. <laughs> 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 yes, Liz, you're correct. Uh, Thank all, you. All bourbons you, are others. whiskeys, but not all whiskeys are bourbons. Just
2: like you, you were talking about the patty melts, just at a restaurant. Okay, right yeah, right, we're good. I
1: mean, the. Not all putty, uh, patty melts are diners, but all diners are patty melts.
2: I think so. I think that's, that's science, to the patty right?
1: Melts podcast.
0: Yo, we read the Socrates play a couple of weeks ago. Okay, so.
2: <laughs> it's inspired us. So,
0: tell? all right, that's good, everybody. Thank you very much. <laughs> We're getting the wrap-up sign from Rachel. Thank you for listening, everybody. <laughs> And so, today we're going to read a play called Bob Gets Cast Out of Hell by Robert O'Connell. Uh, if you have not listened to the podcast here before, this is a cold read. Our actors have not laid eyes upon this script before. As a matter of fact, they don't even know who they're going to play. So I am going to assign those roles now, as soon as I open up my page. There it is. All right. Ed, if you would be so kind as to play the part of old man, who is God. Oh. And Joe, if you would be so kind as to play the part of young man, who is Satan. That
3: was a lot more flattering with the first pass of old man, young man.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Well, you know. (laughs) So uh, I will read the stage directions for you. and Gentlemen and ladies, or I'm not in the 18th century, ladies and gentlemen. (laughs) Bob gets cast out of hell by Robert O'Connell. The description is that God and the devil meet to discuss a problem. And Bob is a big problem. The cast is old man... God, young man, Satan. The setting. A man walks into a diner. He picks out a booth in the back and sits down as though waiting for someone. An elderly man dressed in ragged clothing moves from the counter carrying a bag of food. He walks to the back table, slides in across from the first man who removes his hat.
1: Seriously? Could you be any more of a stereotype? You're so out of place here, you may as well be carrying the pitchfork.
3: You're the one that picked this
1: godforsaken.
3: Fast food joint. And what's with the wino getup? Are you having some money trouble up there? I can possibly help you out with a
1: loan. Hey, you called this meeting. First, some ground rules. Number one, watch the language. Regardless of what I look like, I am still God. Second, did you actually use the term godforsaken? These are hardworking people in here. Well, maybe it's not so much that guy.
3: All right, all right. I'll try to be him.
1: (laughs) Good. I just don't know why you didn't pick a nicer place. It's a nice place. It is a nice place. It's you who brings the racism, paranoia, and judgment. Besides, I like the food.
0: God picks up a wrap sandwich, but instead of pulling out a burger, he pulls out a lobster tail. Neat trick. But I thought you liked the
1: food here. Actually, I just like the fries. One of the advantages of being omniscient is knowing what will happen later if I eat fried onions. Okay, whatever. I asked you here because I have a problem. Wow. Stop the presses. Satan has a problem. Is this like when you you give me a problem? Injustice, self-importance, cancer, these are problems. Look, are you going to listen or are you going to needle? This is a problem for both of us. Okay, tell me our problem like I have nothing better to do. It's Bob. Bob? Yes, Bob. Remember? You denied him entrance? Of course I remember. It was a no-brainer. Quite frankly, I was sure you'd be happy to have him. At first, I was. But now, I think I'd like you to reconsider. What? Reconsider? Now, that's not how it's done. People get cast out of heaven for a reason. And this one, he has reasons in spades. Sure, I get it, but... This guy, he's wrecking my place. So how is this my problem?
3: I want. No, I need to cast him out. Are you insane? You know that's not how it works. Sure, we both know that. But I've been doing some research. According to my legal team, there is no specific rule against it. It's more of an understood practice than a written rule, they tell me. You, uh... You are aware that we have a pretty formidable legal department down below? Formidable? You have
1: all of them. (laughs) The last thing I want to do is to end up in court with you. Why do you think I took the meeting? Let's get back to this Bob. How bad can it be? You've got Hitler down there for my sake. (laughs) Put him in management if he's so bad. Don't get cute. You don't... you think I didn't
3: try that? Completely undermine my authority. He's got no work ethic. He's got no ambition. But, er, I tried promoting him. He convinced everyone it was because he outsmarted me. I demoted him. He convinced everyone that I thought he was a threat to me. I'm the Prince of Darkness. He wore a name tag that said,
1: Hello, my name is Beelzebub. Wait a minute. This is no lawyer. What did this guy do for a living? What happened to all-knowing? Do you see a terminal here? Wait. You're not still using COBOL, are you? It's just a few remaining systems, okay? We get a lot fewer programmers these days. Especially since you created the internet.
3: (laughs) Fine. No. He wasn't a lawyer or a programmer. Something much worse. Worse?
1: How so? Dictator? Pedophile? Congressman? No. A writer. Oh. That is bad. Poetry? Worse. This one thinks he's funny. I'm sure you've tried this, but why not just punish him? Why have, why have a lake of fire if you're not going to use it? That's just it. He doesn't care. About
3: anything. Every vice, he's all in. A glutton like you've never seen, so I feed him the most vile entrails. He eats it like it's hagenoss. so I take the food away. He eats brimstone. Brimstone! Can you imagine? All static on the cable, and he'll still watch for hours. Justin Bieber, 24-7 on the PA
1: system, and he'll whistle to it. Now it's stuck in my head. Okay, while I find this all amusing... We have no provision for you exiling someone from hell. It just isn't done. Do you have a proposal?
3: I was hoping that you would take him. You know that your standards are not what they used to be. Hey!
1: Keep your voice down. I'd prefer that we kept that between us, if you don't mind. Besides, it's not that bad. We still have a pretty high standard. Huh! Really? Rumor has
3: it you brought in a guy last week who shouted, Jesus Christ, it's
1: Jesus Christ when he met your boy. (laughs) Sorry. To be fair, my genius son had no business greeting people before they went through orientation. Well,
3: I'm desperate. You have to help me out. You can't take him and I don't want him.
1: What about purgatory? Are you kidding me? That's supposed to be temporary. From what you described, if he goes in, no one will ever get out. Eventually, he'll put us both out of business. Wait. I have an idea. It's it's pretty radical. Go on. What if we put him back? Back? Back where? On Earth. How? He's dead already. You mean reincarnation? Immortality? No, no uh, nothing so
3: extreme. Uh, look. I've got the Russian hackers to deal with, and you clearly have your hands full with your software upgrade. I've got Donald Trump on the fritz, and you're dealing with that kooky new pope. Let's just buy
1: ourselves some time and just put him back. Well, we'd have to keep it between us, and we certainly don't want to make a habit out of this sort of thing. No,
3: of course
1: not. We just need to find a place to put him. How about Haiti? You really are the devil. Don't you think they've suffered enough? What about North Korea? I'll bet they won't think he's so funny. Yeah, but we don't need any more instability. We need a place of...
3: a place devoid of morality. But so politically insignificant that nobody cares that the rules don't apply. I got it.
0: Florida. There's an author's note here. Feel free to replace this with the location of the performance. Go ahead,
3: Ed, give it away. (laughs) about Williamsburg, Virginia. Hey! Yeah. <laughs> of course, why didn't I think of that before? Maybe it's because
1: you're not God. Hardy har har. Do you want me to take care of the paperwork? Yeah, if you don't mind, our printers are down again. We should do this more often. I'll have my people call your people.
0: Blackout into play. <laughs> <Yay>! <laughs> All right. Thanks guys. So what we're going to do now is going to move on to the part of the show where we have a brief discussion about the play that we just read, and I'm going to start with our listener. That's Liz. Hi, Liz.
2: Hi. <laughs> <laughs> so
0: our first question is what it almost always is. It's uh, what are your first impressions of the play? Uh, did you like it? It could be as simple as I like it, I didn't like it. Uh, any sort of uh, thing that stood out to you about the play. What are your first impressions, Liz.
2: Of course you're going to put all the lawyers in hell. Like, really? <laughs> horror, horror. Uh, it's, I, I like it. I like it. Um, I, yeah, I, it, I'm still kind of processing it, but I, I like it. And uh, I appreciated that uh, it was... I actually feel like this could work on multiple mediums. I mean, it could work on stage. It could mm-hmm. work as a short film. It could even work as just a radio play, too. For When it first started, I just kept having... Um, in the back of my mind, sort of sounds of a diner, like plain, plates clanging. Yeah, exactly. Um, so I, I think this could work on uh, multiple mediums, but yeah, I, I really liked it. I thought that it was it was subtle, and as subtle as something like this can be, as subtle as uh-huh. satire can be. But yeah, um, you know, as subtle as satire can be, when you put all the lawyers in hell. But still, well, yeah. yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but no, no, I, I liked it.
0: Yeah. Great. Thanks, Ed. First impressions.
1: Yeah, I thought it was fun. Um, I, I I do like the visuals of, a, of it being on stage. I mean, I kind of mm-hmm. like the idea of, you know, the, the way they're, the characters are dressed and the, the activity of a diner around. I would like to, you know, have other activity besides the two main characters, the people on stage, but, you know, other things going on around it that might add to it where I'm putting it on stage. But yeah, it's 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 just a lot of fun. It's light, fluffy. Mm-hmm. And uh, I like the, I like the possibility of localizing it. You know, you could probably throw a few things in there to make it relevant to whatever... Locality it's produced in, yeah.
0: The uh, uh, don't they're do in Susacal, right? Yeah. Where they're they're going to uh, Kalamazoo and all these different places. And Then oh, Williamsburg, Virginia. Yeah. <laughs> right. What better way to get the audience on your side? All right, absolutely. <laughs> Joe, what are your first impressions?
3: Um, I, I have to admit, I'm a sucker for Angel Devil. Uh, you know, Angel Demon exchanges good omens was okay. has been Daniel one of my Game. favorite books yeah. for a great many years. Ah. Uh, Terry Pratchett, Neil Gaiman. Um, so I was already kind of primed to enjoy this. That being said um while I enjoyed it, I don't know how much new it's bringing. I'd, I'd like to hear a little bit more about Bob. I think there's some uh, a little bit more uh fertile ground to make some commentary on writers, which I think would have been uh, it was going down that route anyways to set itself aside uh-huh. I think a little bit uh further about how how writers, especially when we were talking about play and script writers being the most despised. Uh, creatures by both heaven and hell.
0: What you can't see is you. our stage manager, Rachel, who is herself a writer. Uh, <laughs> her nose is snarled. The horns are starting to come out. <laughs> Yeah, you <laughs> I know, believe I she's going to reclaim her place. Point, you know, make a
1: little bit more of the writer about that. That'd be kind of fun. Yeah. I will
0: say this much: if, if if years of watching and rewatching The Simpsons has taught me anything, is that writers love nothing more than making fun of writers.
1: Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Speaking of making fun of writers, uh-huh. I don't know if, if, if our current uh, playwright here. I just wanted something that popped up, and and Joe, please, this is just a, it was a cold reading. You didn't, know, but in one of the sentences on page, is it page three? I think it's page three where. Um, Satan says, he's he convinced everyone that I thought he was a threat to me, meaning um, yeah, Bob convincing mm-hmm. everybody. Mm-hmm. I am the princess of darkness. Yeah. He wore a name tag that said, hello, my name is oh. Beelzebub. Yeah. Is that a... I kind of didn't get that. I was just reading it. and
0: I actually did not notice that when I was uh, selecting the plays. Um, but Is
1: that what maybe Bob is saying to, to about... Yeah. Satan, that he's the princess of darkness instead of oh darkness. yeah maybe oh, okay. that's it right. yeah okay sorry he, he <laughs> thinks he's funny again that, yeah okay <laughs> ties it
3: back, in, back. <laughs> oh, I get it now <laughs> cool all right never I'm mind
0: the princess of darkness <laughs> <laughs> man Satan is thin skinned
3: yo. <laughs> I just wonder if it was a
1: you know possibility for you know Satan to be you know I don't know in sort of some cross gender thing going on or something.
3: either well
0: I, either, either that or Satan being overly critical about how he's supposed to be a writer, but the jokes aren't even funny, right? Yeah. right? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> these, these jokes are so tired. <laughs> you know. I feel like I'm the one who's being punished. Right, right, yeah.
2: I almost wonder, though, I mean, a, a diner is usually pretty busy, mm-hmm. um, unless they've gone to some sort of dilapidated diner, you know, which that's a whole other Not story. Not the shiny in diner and carrots. Not the shiny <laughs> diner. No, indeed. But, <laughs> but, um, and there. but no, <laughs> right. yeah. There's no pet, There's no bourbon or whiskey. <laughs> <laughs> um,
0: I triangles. Tag Nabbit. I know <laughs> what
2: is this? But I do wonder about. Uh, you know, it's it's usually a pretty busy environment, and so is are there possibilities of sort of using that environment or the people around? satan and god to to interact with them you know it's like oh okay well yeah, no definitely. that one's mine no but that one can be yours oh, okay oh these fries are cold yeah that one can be yours too you know or something i don't i don't know we it's not a went
0: like, to the same but different place there i just kind of the picture same but sa- different place. well what i mean is that uh you know in interacting with their surroundings i just kind of figure like satan like as the as the server walks by reaching up and pulling off the steak or, you know, pull, yeah. reaching out the, the patty melt, the patty melt, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, obviously, <laughs>
2: yeah, reaching out, and but yeah, I, I just wonder um, if you know if there are opportunities, or what opportunities are there for even if it's not you know human interaction, um, uh-huh. but just what are the opportunities there to really interact with the environment and really just sort of. Mm-hmm explore that because diners are such an Americana kind of thing I feel like too so there's there's another level there I thought that's well. why it was
1: such an appropriate place to put this particular thing you know yeah. n- next time I go into a I'm going to be looking for God and Satan <laughs> right. in there somewhere yeah, in the corner that, that gonna... guy that guy right. definitely <laughs> okay. and all I
0: found was angel food cake he's <laughs> wearing a Patriots hat that guy there I'm, <laughs> I'm a Packers fan just... mm-hmm. from North Carolina anyway hey hey, uh, hey, hey. so so I'm I, I, I think it, yeah, I'm not yeah, alone in saying this. We all seem to laugh uh, yeah, a few yeah. times during the play. I think the humor in this lands pretty well. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think it's used pretty effectively. Uh, I was going to note that I think my favorite joke in the whole thing was the name tag. Hello, my name is Beelzebub. <laughs> um, I wonder about, though, just before he says, hello, my name is Beelzebub, Satan uses the phrase, oy vey. Oh, yeah. 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 Yes. Oh, yeah. And so... I'm, I'm, yeah, I'm just kind of wondering why that's in there. Uh,
2: yeah, that that also actually, I'm glad you mentioned that because that did sort of catch my ear a little well, but bit.
3: Well, I think something that's interesting here, because of course we have reference to Christ being yeah. the Son of God, so mm-hmm. you know that's 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 the God that we are dealing with, the God of the Christian religion. So I when I saw that too, I was thinking, is Satan should he have kind of a, a sound a bit Jewish throughout, or is he saying oy vey because he knows that's gonna irk God a little bit uh, yeah. along the way? Is, is that just a, a little bit of needling? He,
1: well, he, he did say, I'm sorry, go ahead, Ed. Well, no, I was just gonna say, I mean, I would think, and maybe this is being generous, I don't know, I just would think that that, that is the point, that Satan is saying oy vey as a, as a kind of a knowledgeable thing that he's just, it's gonna get somebody's goat who's mm-hmm. ever watching this thing. Is that a joke too? Getting somebody's goat? I don't know. I mean, <laughs> as opposed to a lamb. Satan? I don't know. Yeah. Well, I mean, yeah, the goat. <laughs> something like that, right? Exactly. Goat. But uh, yeah, I mean, but I bet it popped out to me too when we said that. I said, like, "Oh, that, that's funny." Well, is it funny? <laughs> well, now
0: Satan does. Satan does uh, try to uh, to use the phrase "get the goat of God" yeah. earlier on, well, that's right? right. Yeah, a, something that uh, something that I think we glazed over just because it was the first read, but I think it's Satan's. Oh, first line! You're the one that picked this godforsaken, and you'll notice that Joe paused there because it says derisive pause. <laughs> uh, following it,
3: we're the professional we're the actor here. For Ooh, you. Right, right. <laughs> the beautiful.
0: Uh, so Satan does that earlier in the play. I don't see any reason why he.
3: Well, and God asks him to watch his language. So is um, you know Oyve the the cleaner option that that he's going for that is still going to uh,
1: rankle God. Yeah. I suppose if we were to worry about it being anti-Semitic, you know, God might have to few, have a few other sort of cultural phrases put in there too. You know, I so mean, Satan just... didn't order matzah ball soup. Right. Now,
3: I might have if it was on the, <laughs> With, <laughs> the menu, but only after I know that they have a patty milk.
2: I mean, that's, that's another thing too, though, is that it, you mentioned anti-Semitism, you know, Satan, that, that could be the point of the playwright, is that Satan is saying Oy Vey because mm-hmm, right. he is, you know, mocking the Jewish people because there is anti Semitism there. And that could be the point that Satan, of course, would be
0: mm-hmm.
2: anti Semitic.
0: Hmm. All right. Well, thank you guys for uh, your awesome read and also for your commentary. We want to make sure that we thank Robert O'Connell for his play, Bob Gets yes. Cast Out of Hell. And we want to make sure we thank the sound text who shall not be named. Thank you very much. Uh, if you enjoyed what you heard, make sure you hit that subscribe button. You can do it on Apple Podcasts or on Podbean, Podbean.com. That's our host site. Also, if you're interested in our main stage season here at Panglossian Productions, you can visit us at www.panglossian.org and both Panglossian Productions and the Best of All Possible Podcast are available for you to follow and like, comment, and love on Facebook. Thank you very much. Bye, everybody.